Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl Rayette. Welcome. It is Friday morning. I hope you guys are going to have a great weekend. Whether you got to work, whether you're home chilling, I hope it is a fun, well deserved, well rested weekend for you guys. Now, your girl got to work all weekend, which is why I'm off today. Whenever I see that I'm off on a Friday, I know I'm about to do my seven day marathon. So, I'm just enjoying today, but I'm going to tell you where we're at. There's no shame in my game and there shouldn't be any in yours if you ever have to come to the laundromat. My washing machine went out, so your girl is here at her favorite laundromat. Sidebar, I come to the laundromat anyways because I don't like washing heavy blankets or rugs in my washing machine, so I always come here anyways. I've been coming to this particular laundromat ever since my kids were young and my oldest is about to be 29 and my youngest is 19 and I have four children, so... You know I have some history here with this. Uh, but the sad thing about it is she's in the process of trying to sell it. She's an older lady. Um, don't look it. But at the same time, she fell August 10th, four days before my birthday, and broke her hip. And this woman is getting around like you would not believe. You would not think she just broke her hip a month ago. They kept her in the hospital for about three weeks. And let me tell you. She has been on the go. You just can't tell that she, you would not know she broke her hip. Obviously, she's walking with a walker, but you wouldn't think she broke her hip. You know, you probably would think maybe she had an ankle injury, a knee injury, but you would never know it was her hip. And I'm just amazed. And, you know, blessings to her and healing a speedy recovery for her because I know breaking your hip cannot be I don't even want to know what that feels like. But anyways, this is where I'm at washing a few things. Now, the good news is when my washer broke, I didn't have anything dirty, really. Um, I love to do laundry. I actually wanted to work here on the weekends, but it didn't work with um, my work schedule. So the weekends that they would have wanted me to work here um, would have been the weekends that I worked at my other job. So that's the only reason why I didn't work here on the weekends. But yeah, I love to do laundry. I love to iron all of that but anyways that's where we're at so that's why i'm talking to you guys in my car and again don't let nobody make you feel some type of way if you got to go to the laundromat if you got to catch a uber if you got to catch a bus if you got to ride a bike somewhere if you got to walk a couple miles from somewhere well i don't encourage you to walk but if you want to walk and you're okay with walking and it's not drastically far from where you need to be don't let people put how they feel about something you're doing don't let their side eyes and their turning their lips up make you feel like something's wrong with that unless they want to you know lighten the load for you and buy your car and buy your washing machine and so on and so forth uh, before we keep going I want to let you guys know what I'm sipping on I went to Dunkin Donuts this morning and I got an iced coffee and I got four shots of blueberry three shots of liquid cane sugar and four shots of cream and I know some of you may say, that sounds like it's thick. It sounds like it's sweet. It sounds like whatever you want to think, it sounds like it is not. Because notice I said iced coffee. So anytime you put ice in anything, no matter how sweet it is, the ice is going to water it down and it's not going to be in its natural sweet state. But even if it were sweet and thick and all that, clearly I ordered it to my liking. And I'm using this coffee as a metaphor. Do not let other people determine how sweet or bitter you're going to make your life. Don't let someone else's side eye turn up their lips about what you're doing, what you're eating, or what you're drinking. Um, determine how sweet or bitter 
it's going to be for you. You get what I'm saying? Because sometimes people put how they feel about a thing on you. And then sometimes you start internalizing it like, well, is it right? Is it wrong? Especially if it's not anything healthy and encouraging you and all the other stuff. They're just turning their nose up because that's not what they would do. Okay, fine. That's not what you would do. That's what I would do. So again, don't let people determine what you put in your life is sweet or bitter for them making you feel like you need to change something up or feel bad about it because at the end of the day we cannot control every little thing that happens to us in our lives but anyway enough about that I want to ask you a couple questions the first question is have you ever took a nap in the afternoon and you woke up in the evening but you thought it was a whole nother day you thought maybe it was the next morning or you slept well into the next afternoon Well, that happened to me. And if that happened to you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what feelings you linger in. If it hasn't happened to you, don't feel like you need an invitation to the party. You're not missing anything. Your girl did this earlier in the week. I fell asleep and I woke up at 729. Now, I know you may be saying, why 729? Why do you know it was 729? What's the significance of 729? I'm going to tell you. Your girl had to work the next morning at 7.30. So when I woke up and looked outside and saw that it looked like it was like early morning. Now, you guys know when the fall starts falling upon us, um, it gets dark early. So around 7.30, it'll start looking like an early morning when it's just late evening. So I had that going against me. And then 7.29 was jarring because I would have had to be at work at 7:30 that morning if I had slept until the next morning. So I'm thinking I'm late. So I call my job to tell them that I'm going to be late in more than 5 minutes. And that's not like me. If I'm ever going to be late, they know ahead of time. They're not going to know a minute before um my shift unless something's going on that I don't even know about. So It rang, but I hit the wrong extension. So I hung up because I wanted to call back and hit the extension where it was going to allow me to talk to someone. Well, it said we were closed. So that was triggering. So I'm like, it just was ringing. And it just put me through to, you know, the other extension. So I hung up and called back. It said the same thing, we're closed. Now, you may be wondering, like, what was so confusing about that if they said they're closed. Why are you calling back? Well, keep in mind, I'm still thinking I'm late for work and we open at 6 a.m. and we close at 7.30 p.m. So again, it wasn't registering to me that we were closed because I did not oversleep until the next day. Um, It was just throwing me off because I'm like, the phone just rang. I was just able to hit an extension that I didn't want. And then a minute later, I called back and we're closed, which makes sense because a minute later we were closed. But I didn't know that at the time. So I ended up looking at my phone to see what date it was. And I saw that it was September 13th. So I'm thinking, okay, clearly I didn't sleep till the next day because the next day is September 14th. And it was important that I was on time for work this particular day because I had a four hour training. And um, my supervisor called me to ask me if I could come in on this day, stay later this day. So I was not trying to be late or absent on this day because we had already confirmed that that day was going to be fine, perfect, whatever. So when I realized I didn't oversleep, I was relieved. But ironically enough, I wasn't as panicked as I thought I was. I had texted my friend and told her that I thought I had um, overslept 
so much I thought I slept till the next day. And she started laughing and she said, I can see your face. But I wasn't panicked. And it was probably because before I laid down, I had a slight headache and I felt a little nauseous. So I had took something um, for my headache and my nausea and I laid down and went to sleep. So I woke up feeling pretty good. I, felt, I woke up feeling relaxed, real chill, you know. And I would have to credit that to, you know, my Motrin that I took, my nausea medicine that I took, and I was good. But I'm pretty sure I would have had a different emotion if um, I hadn't took that Tylenol to kind of like, not Tylenol, Motrin, to take my headache away, the nausea, everything was settled, so I had a good sleep. But all that to say, when your body is tired, it will let you know it's tired, and it'll go into that sleep of where you sleep so hard you think it's the next day I am not good with taking naps to begin with they make me nauseated and I think it has a lot to do with just growing up there was no nap taken unless you was a infant or a toddler who needed to take a nap or when you were just younger you go outside and play your mom and dad or your mommy or aunts or whatever would be like now go in there and take a nap you didn't play it all day go take a nap but like as you got older, there was no nap taking because there was always something to do. When you took a nap, it was because everything was in the house, spotless, you've done all your chores, then you can lay down. And it was basically a nap before bed because by the time you did take a nap, it was just one step before you went to sleep for the rest of the night. But anyway, I said all that to say, when you need to rest, just rest. In my 48 days of being intentional, I've kind of just allow things to just happen. Um, I've been in prayer a lot and just letting things just re just relax into things and not allow myself to just constantly be going, 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 going. Because sometimes you can do that so much that um, you wear yourself out. Like yesterday, and this is not what the podcast is about, but I just want to give you guys another example of sometimes you just got to let things be. We get so caught up making sure the kitchen is clean, the bed is made, the this to that. And we do all that before we go to work. And I have a bad habit of doing that. So yesterday I had to work 1230 in the afternoon to 8 p.m. Normally, if I have to work a late shift, I will figure out 55 things to do in the morning. So I don't have to do those things at night or just so things can be prepped at night. Yesterday, I said, you know what? I am going to get up make myself some breakfast, and then get back and lay down and relax. I had showered the night before, obviously, but then I knew I was going to shower again before I go to work. I'm one of those people. I don't care if I do take a shower at night. I still got to take one in the morning. Um, but I knew I was going to get up at 1130 to take my shower, eat a snack, and then head to work. Normally, I would have wanted to wash my dishes. I would have wanted to do a little cleaning just so everything looked a certain way when I got off work. And I thought, those dishes are going to be there because I'm going to be the one washing them. It doesn't matter um, who comes in, who comes out. The dishes are still going to be there. My youngest son, he'll come in and out, but he just has shoulder surgery, so he ain't washing out one dish. But they're going to be there. They're going to be there when I get up in an hour. They're going to get be there when I come back in eight hours. So I just literally rested. I didn't necessarily sleep. But I rested. And let me tell you, that made such a big difference when I went to work. I did not feel like I could work eight more hours, but it made such a big difference on my body just resting, just resting. And stop feeling like you always got to be 
doing something. Have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed because you're going to wear yourself out because there's going to be always something you need to dot and cross. And why work yourself before you go to work? Why do that? It's not necessary. And all you're doing is being counterproductive because you're working yourself before you go to work. Then you go to work and you're edgy, you're tired, and you can't really do your job the way you want to do it because you're already tired. And then not to mention all the things you got to do when you get off of work, when you go home to prepare for the next day. So rest is important. I know we all say that. I know it's cliche, but it really is. If you are not right, if your body is not right, if your mind isn't right, nothing, nothing else is going to be right. You're not even going to be right for anyone else. So it is hard and I'm learning this. But you definitely just have to let things happen, let things be, because you can't control it anyway. Just rest into it so that when you do get hit with something, you're not feeling fatigued, you're not feeling bombarded, you're not feeling overwhelmed, you're not feeling all those things. You literally can enter into it like, you know what, I'm rested, I can't do anything about it, I can't change it, so I'm just going to take it one day at a time, and at least you won't be fatigued and discombobulated with um, all the things that are coming to you from the north, south, east, and the west. When you're at peace and you have a sense of rest, it makes things easier to deal with. So, yeah, I'm just telling you guys that. not trying to be preachy or anything like that. I'm just telling you because I know, not because I'm an expert in this. We all have something we've gone through, we're going through. And however you get through it is however you get through it. But... I'm telling you, just allowing yourself to rest and be calm, that makes a big difference. That makes a big difference in how you approach things. Um, and I'm learning that every day. It's hard sometimes, but I'm learning. That's the most important thing because when you're rested mentally and physically, you do feel like you can tackle the world. You do feel like you can get down to dealing with some of your problems and your issues because when you're tired and wore out and fatigued, that thing you've been wanting to work on, it, it takes a back seat because you're like, I don't have the energy for it. I'm too tired. But I also find I get a lot of energy when I'm reading in my Bible. And I don't do it as much as I should. But when I get in it, it is so refreshing. It's like I get energy that I didn't even know I had. I get a new sense of I can do this. And at the end of the day, between resting and then just resting in his word resting in God and all that it's it's amazing but anyways my friend she's going to be getting baptized I'll leave her name out until you know it all happens or whatever but I'm really excited about that and it's so funny she told me that she's going to be getting baptized because I literally two weeks ago was laying in my bed and I thought I want to get rebaptized. But I want to get rebaptized, get back into going to my church or a church heavenly, like seriously, you know, to the point where when I say I'm going to church, eventually when my kids are like, I want to go to church with you, da, 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 I have somewhere to refer them to. You know, I have somewhere now, but I really want to just take getting baptized um, again seriously um, just because I just I just want to do it again. So when she said she was getting baptized, I was so happy for her because um, she's never been. And that's exciting. So I told her to let me know um, when she gets baptized. And she said she was going to because she wanted me to be there. And I would love to be there. I can't wait 
um, for um, her to do it. But anyway, I have another question for you, and I'm going to end it on this question. I'm going to end it on this question and talk about it a little bit and let you guys know what's coming up October 22nd and how you can be a part of it and how I want you to be a part of it. Um, when do you know when it's time to exit a situation? And a situation can be anything, you know, from a relationship, from a friendship, a church, a job, whatever um, you're in, but you're feeling like, man, it's time for me to exit that. It could be a move or whatever. When is a good time to exit that situation? And sometimes it's really hard, especially when you love being in that situation, you're comfortable in that situation and all those good feelings are there. And But those are the things that hinder you from making the decision if you should leave or not. And the reason I ask you this question is because I want to give you the answer of what I think it is. And this isn't the situation for everyone. I'm just saying what I think it is. Usually it's comfort. If it's comfort versus love, you'll stay there. If it's comfort versus being uncomfortable, you'll stay there. And I know this to be true. And the reason I'm using the word comfort is because my friend and I were talking last week. She and I have been friends for years, um, over 20 years, almost 30 years if I think about it, because my oldest is 28. He'll be 29 in November. And we were friends before... Charles was born so we've been friends ever since middle school but anyways um we were talking about you know things that I'm implementing into my diet things that I'm omitting and all that good stuff so she's really into the health and she reads a lot she's very educated all of that good stuff and I am gonna gas not gas her up but I am gonna you know brag on her very well educated all of that I won't even say what she does because, you know, she don't do all that herself, but very, 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 very educated. So we were talking about the things I want to implement into my diet and subtract from my diet. And um, I noticed every time I would say something, I would end it with, yeah, but I can't do it like that. I have to have this in it. So, for example, I'm not a big water drinker. So I was telling her how I always have lemon um 100% lemon juice with me to put in my water when I'm drinking it. I told her I had when I got an hour massage and I was purposeful with putting my lemon water, uh, my lemon um, juice in my bag. So when they give you your water after you get your massage that I can, you know, drop my little squirts in there and move on with life. And so I was just telling her everything that I had to make sure I had in order for me to drink my water or we're talking about different things we eat. I'm like, well, I got to put some cheese on that because I love cheese. And I love cheese of all kinds. If I've never had it, I'm willing to try the cheese because I'm pretty sure I'll like it with some crackers. Or mix it in with something. But anyways, I was telling her, you know, oh yeah, I can't do that. And I have to have this with that. And she said something and just so calm. She said, you might just have to get okay with being uncomfortable with some things. And it was so funny that she said that because... It hit me in so many different areas of my life when she said that, because if you're uncomfortable with something, you're not going to do anything that's going to make you more uncomfortable with it. So if you're uncomfortable with um, drinking just straight water, you're not going to drink straight water. You're going to do things to take you out of that uncomfortable face. So you're going to add um, things to it to make it sweeter, make it give it a zing. You're going to do things to make it look like um, 
it's not going to be uncomfortable for you. And so I like the sweetness of drinks. You know what I mean? I like the quenchingness of drinks. Now I can drink water, but I'm not a water drinker where, well, current in the past, because I'm changing my thought process and my words with that. But in the past, I just wasn't a person that could just drink water. Now, ironically enough, if I went out to eat, I could get a water with a limit and get nothing to drink with it. No problem. But just getting water every day was not a thing. And so when she said, you might just have to get comfortable with um, doing some things you're uncomfortable with, because everything you do, every goal that you're trying to meet, it's not always going to be comfortable doing it. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what the gist of it was. And so I'm using that conversation and her saying, you're just going to have to get comfortable with some things. I'm using that to um, use as a reference point of why we stick and stay in certain situations longer than we should. We're uncomfortable to leave. We're in a situation where we're uncomfortable, but we're comfortable enough because we're familiar with what it feels like, what it looks like, how this person is or isn't. And that's comfort to us, even though we're uncomfortable, but it's worth it because you don't want to get uncomfortable. And that's why we stick and stay in situations that we should be running from. We're all guilty of it. No one gets this right on the first try. No one just comes up with, I'm leaving. I'm cutting you all. No one does that overnight. You have went through some things to understand that's how you need to do it. That's why it's important to do it. No one just does it automatically. You have been in an uncomfortable situation. It doesn't take a lot of times to be in uncomfortable situations to make power moves. But usually when you're at that phase where you can do it and cut it off, you've been in some uncomfortable situation. So you're able to do it. So if you're wondering why, you can't leave, you want to leave, but you're still there and this, that, and the third. And if you're attaching like a lot of good feelings to that, that hinders you from making good decisions to move forward. I'm telling you this because I'm in this situation myself with moving. I'm in this situation myself with finances. You know, I want to do this, but I can't, I feel like I can't do that because of this, that, and the third. And it just comes down to my uncomfortability with X, Y, and Z. And we just got to get past that. But you also got to ask yourself those questions. Why do I want to leave? Why do I want to stay? And then write it down. And then sometimes those answers are going to come to you and you're going to be more real with yourself than anybody. Like, you know, you better than anybody. You can do you better than anybody. So there's no point of acting like it takes someone else to tell you what to do because it doesn't. It just might, it just may take someone else to help you see it from a different perspective. But ultimately, you know what you should and shouldn't do. And you know why you're there and why you should be there or you shouldn't be there. So I just wanted to drop that in your ear just in case you're struggling with something and you're not sure what to do and how to do it. Those are some questions you could just ask yourself. Um, why am I there? What's the reasoning um, of why I'm there? Uh, what's the reasoning of me feeling like um, I can't leave? What's the reason I don't want to leave? And separate that good feeling it counts but look at the big picture so now I'm drinking water I don't necessarily feel like I gotta have my lemon with me because I might not feel good doing it as far as like that taste or that feeling but on the other side of that I want to be healthier I want to be more hydrated because I'm realizing my dry eyes and my watery eyes my itchy eyes comes from not 
truly being hydrated. So, um, and she even talked to me about how much water we should be drinking um, for our body weight and so on and so forth, even though I knew that, but it sounds different. You hear it different when you're hearing it from a friend and someone who's telling you and they're doing it. So I just wanted to say that in case you were wondering why you're still in something, why you haven't left, you know, why you don't want to do this, that, and the third. It might be a comfort versus uncomfortable situation. Um, and lastly, I want to tell you guys, October 22nd, mark your calendars. I am having a podcast night. I would call it a game night. I would call it a dinner gathering with my friends or whatever, but I'm calling it a podcast night. So we are intentional about doing the podcast. You guys hear me always saying, um, we were going to do a podcast, but we started talking and everybody got this, that, and the third. Well, we are intentional about doing it. Here's where you can get in on it. You can email me at rayatmaze814 at gmail.com with a topic you would like to go into the bowl. And what I mean by that is this. The people that I invited to the podcast night, they are responsible for bringing a topic. Someone is going to pick a topic out of um, the bowl and it will probably be me because I'm not going to uh, insert a topic because you guys hear my topics all the time. So whatever topic they bring, we're going to put it in the bowl. I'm going to pick one. Whatever topic I pick, that's what we're talking about. So if you want a topic you want to hear us talk about and you want your name attached to it, let me know at rayatmaze814 at gmail.com. You can um, message me through Instagram. Um, you can message me um, through Facebook, through Messenger, or on my YouTube channel. If you want to, if you don't want to, don't feel compelled to do so. But if you want me to shout you out, your name and all that, let me know because it's going to be so many people, you know, listening and hearing your name. So, you know, just let me know. If you don't tell me either way, if you want me to shout you out, I'm not going to do it because I just find that it's very important to make sure I get people's permission before I put their names out there. Um, and so, yeah, you can submit your topic. And the fun part about it is nobody's going to know, including you, what we're talking about until that night. I'm going to pick the um, topic and we're all going to be listening at the same time, depending on, you know, when you um, listen. And you're going to hear me pick that topic while we're recording. So we're talking about um, men who have feet fetishes or whatever. We're not going to know that until I pull it out of the um, bowl. So that's how you can get in on it. If you don't want to, don't feel you know compelled to do so. Just mark your calendar for October 22nd because that's going to drop that night. And we're going to talk about whatever um, topic you know, I pull out of the bag and we're going to be eating, laughing, having some drinks and having a great time. And I want you guys to be a part of it. Uh, stay tuned because I'm getting things prepared to where I can do um, the podcast on video so you can see me um, and all that good stuff. So we're going to um, I got some good things in store for 2022 and moving forward. So I hope you guys mark your calendars for that day and you join us um, and you'll know what the topic is. Um, after everything drops because like I said I'm not even going to know what we're talking about until I pull it out of the bowl but you guys have a good Friday until the next time we're going to talk about it have a great weekend and be safe <laughs>